0: Welcome to Intuitive Body Podcast. My name is Janya. I am an embodiment guide, a yoga teacher, and a storyteller. Thank you for tuning in to my voice and co-weaving with me a living narrative filled with intuition, intention, and loving call. To action that serves your holistic health and our collective vitality. If you are listening to this episode on the week of August 16th to 22nd, 2021, I would like you to really feel into the waxing gibbous phase of the moon that we are in right now. The glowing light of the sun passing through the moon culminates in the full moon on this coming Sunday, August 22nd. I am recording this episode in the morning of August 16th and hopefully releasing by midday. The waxing gibbous phase of this period is about growth when you take your intention during the full moon and support it with your responsive course of action to ensure the growth of your new moon vision into its full bloom, that is the physical manifestation, which coincides with the full reflection of the sunlight in the face of the moon. Thoughts become reality through actions. The moon is seen physically through the sunlight that they reflect. There are eight moon phases, new crescent first quarter or waxing half moon, waxing gibbous, which is the phase the moon is in this week, full at the end of the week, then waning gibbous or disseminating phase, then last quarter or waning half-moon, and lastly, the balsamic phase. Farmers and gardeners have harnessed the cycle of the moon to plant, grow, harvest, compost, and seed. Those of us who understand scientifically and spiritually That all things are connected and everything exists cyclically can also harness the ritualistic power of nature expressed through the phases of the moon to live consciously, intentionally, responsibly and harmoniously. So let's take a deep dive into this week's intuitive body that connects us to the moon or our physical safety and basic needs and our emotional health and vitality. The moon moved from Scorpio into Sagittarius last night. And stays in the mutable fire of Sagittarius today, moon day, and tomorrow, Mars day. So these first two days of the week, I invite you to hone your mental focus and concentration on your heartfelt prayer. This is a super expansive moon because Sagittarius brings increased enthusiasm, optimism, and mental expansiveness. These are all physical qualities of the mutable fire element as well as the archetypal or energetic qualities of the Jupiter planet who rules Sagittarius and whose physical mass is greater than all the other planets in our solar system combined. To me, it's not helpful to tell someone to focus the mind or meditate. You have to know what the mind is focusing or meditating on, right? So knowing the subject of meditation, of focus and concentration, that is more meaningful, you know, to just set out to to simply focus or to sim- simply meditate. I specifically just um, invited you to hone your mental focus and concentration On your heartfelt prayer, what is your heart feeling? That's the constant prayer that your heart is making. The mind's job is to focus that comes naturally to the mind. And when your mind is distracted, confused or contracted, uninspired and not curious, not expansive through that curiosity, then you know that your body and brain aren't experiencing um, the cardiovascular health, which is the health of your heart. The pericardium meridian is at peak function during the Sagittarius season, a couple of days while the moon journeys through Sagittarius, as well as when the sun moves through Sagittarius, which is during the end of the fall season of the year and um, in the 24-hour cycle, the fall season of day is between 7 to 9 p.m. So these are the periods when you can harness the theta frequencies of the fiery Sagittarius season to support your pericardium meridian. And pericardium is the sac that holds the heart organ in place. Through meditative experience, you can support your pericardium meridian and your heart organ. Some of us need to focus the mind more on physical aerobic movement in order to pump the blood and heart and strengthen the cardiovascular system. Some of us need to sit still to meditate the mind on the heart sensation in order to lower the heart rate and release cardiac inflammation. Most of us need to do both in order to live sanely and optimistically. Emotional outbursts or excessive emotions are signs of imbalance in the pericardium meridian, which is a fire organ. When they occur chronically They lead to mental disorder or inability um, for the mind to focus on the heart. I emphasize mental disorder is the inability of the mind to focus on the heart. The mind is lost. It doesn't have its divine subject. To focus on. It is ungrounded. It is not connected to the physical and spiritual or holistic reality. It is in um, the la la land, you can say. It's dissociated as opposed to integrated to and harmonized with the heart and body. So, mental health is all the rage right now but the cause of mental unhealth is emotional imbalance which is the dissociation from the feelings within one's own body and with others bodies. I would say that too many of us think to our technologies and our dissociation with the environment you know seeing environment as other than our bodies and mind and heart the environment is the greater body that we exist in we are all suffering emotional imbalance and suffocating our body at some level because of the dissociation. Be careful, meaning please be full of care in your mind, that you focus the mind on your heart first and last before you act, And create a ripple of karma through the entire web of life. This is hard for me and I believe for all of us. It's an imperfect ongoing practice and you know the most important thing is to simply be kind, to simply tune back to the heart when we get super critical and you know begin to uh, punish ourselves with harsh or unloving thoughts and visions against our body and heart. Humility is the greatest ally when it comes to the mental practice of reflection, contemplation, and meditation. Remember that faith and optimism, both are the Sagittarius expressions. When rooted in the heartfelt embodied experience, brings health to the pericardium meridian, which protects the heart organ and brings balance to the emotional body which expresses itself through healthy relationships. Sexual intimacy and physical closeness are the manifestation of the healthy pericardium meridian who in Taoist healing Rules relationships and emotional aspects of sexual activity. It moderates the raw sexual vitality of the kidneys with the all embracing love generated by the heart. Let's take a moment to practice a heart meditation or a pericardium meridian meditation that protects the heart by way of mentally tracing, right? mentally tuning in to the pericardium meridian. Come sit in a meditative, comfortable seat with your spine lengthen and in a neutral position. Lining the crown over the tailbone, chest over the hips. Set a clear intention to expand the mind through exploring the heart sensation. Start by feeling into the mid-chest at the heart center where the internal path of the pericardium meridian begins. And begin to trace out, tune your mind to the sensation of the chest and follow that sensation, trace it out across the chest to the pericardium acupuncture point number one, sitting just outside the nipple, left and right, then it moves upward around um, the top of the armpit into the inner arm, the top of the inner arm, and down along the middle of the inner arm. Can you feel the sensation In the heart extends to the top of the armpit on the upper arm, the inner arm, left and right. Now follow the sensation down along the inner arms, the middle of it, through the biceps, elbow crease, down the forearm and all the way to the inner wrist. Continue to follow the sensation down to the middle of the palm. Can you feel some heat radiating in the middle of the palm left and right? Follow that sensation down to the end of the pericardium meridian at the IQ point number nine at the tip of the middle finger at 10:58 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesday the moon moves into the cardinal earth sign of capricorn and journeys through the sign on tuesday night wednesday or mercury day Thursday or Jupiter day and night before moving into Aquarius sign at 149 AM Pacific time on Friday or Venus day. The light of the sun grows stronger here and we are encouraged to honor the light of our consciousness through the alpha activities that the Cardinal Earth Element supports, state yourself like a mountain goat, step by treacherous step, complete your vision through physical actions. Thinking is easy, but making it real, making it into something that others can touch feel, hear, taste, and or see takes a lot of gut strength and physical coordination. Imagine a mountain goat missing a step as they uh, run and, and climb a mountain. You know, that would be a tragedy. So the pressure is there and you need to steady yourself slow down and build a solid foundation for whatever your heart desires and your mental vision wants to give to the world when you have a firm, strong base you can run, you can dance or move and coordinate your limbs in Uh, in a way that feels fluid. You can't feel fluid on a shaky ground. This is the work of the Capricorn in all of us. And this work is expressed through the function of the triple burner meridian, which is at peak function during the Capricorn season. This season is a period of Growing scarcity. It's the beginning of the winter season in the year. This is between 8 to 11 p.m., 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., or the beginning of the night. If we live in accordance with the lunisolar cycle, we would honor the time of darkness with physical slowness and mental caution. We would prepare our place of dwelling and sleep with great care for safety to ensure our survival into the next day. We would ensure as well that we could sleep deeply and Dream creatively and expansively so we can wake up the next day full of inspiration and uh, feeling refreshed. Capricorn relates to our success in life. I would like to present to you the importance of being meticulous with your physical coordination. When You walk in darkness. You have to be meticulous with where your body lands. This is the energy of Capricorn and the function of the triple burner meridian, which is not a distinct organ. It encompasses the entire torso and connects the upper, middle, and lower burners. of the lungs, the stomach, and the spleen and small intestine, as well as the kidneys and urinary bladder. Through the coordination, fluid metabolism can take place. Triple burner supports the lymphatic system. I support our fluid system. So uh, let's take a moment to slow down the breath and straighten up the spine, bringing it into a fluid, neutral position. Feel your slow, fluid breath. Slow down your mind. Set a clear intention to coordinate your thought or mental vision with the physical sensation. Close your eyes. Tune into the liquid of your inner ear, right? Which is part of your proprioception. Now begins by feeling into the tip of the ring finger. This is where the pericardium meridian begins. It begins at the tip of the ring finger, which is close to the pinky finger. Follow the sensation, trace it up along the back of the ring finger, up to the back of the hand, And up along the back of your arm, into the elbow, and up into the triceps, into the shoulder, left and right, passing the shoulder blade, the top of the shoulder blade, and then up along the back and to the side of the neck to behind the ear, to the side of the skull above the ear, and all the way to the side of the face in front of the ear. And ending at the outer corner of the eyebrow. Can you feel the sensation radiate from the tip of your ring finger all the way up along the back of the arm all the way to the side of your skull and to the side of your face ending at the outer corner of your eyebrow on the early morning of Friday Venus Day, the moon moves from Capricorn into Aquarius. Here, the light of the sun grows strongest, and we are invited to honor the full light of our consciousness, mirroring the full light of the sun reflected on the moon um, through the beta activities during daylight and theta meditative state at night time during the aquarius season, which is on this weekend and in the middle of the night in the twenty four hour cycle and during the middle of the winter season in the year. Uh, The moon journeys through Aquarius on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this week. The exact full moon time is 5.02 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday. The sun in the meantime is also transitioning from Leo into Virgo right after the full moon. It crosses over to the mutable earth sign of Virgo at 2.35 p.m. Pacific time on the same day on Sunday. You can make. These occasions as sweet and special as you like. The full moon is at the final 29th degree of Aquarius reflecting the final light of the sun in Leo. This is the second full moon in Aquarius within a month's time two full moons in the same sign is quite special, a bit rare. The first full moon in Aquarius was at the very beginning of the Leo season and the moon was at one degree in Aquarius then. So you can reflect back to the period of the last Two weeks in July, that last full moon in Aquarius was on July 23rd. If you did a full moon ritual around releasing and over-identification with a group or a community, then this second full moon in Aquarius gives you an opportunity to dive even deeper into any fear and resistance that you may still have regarding your old idealism and dogma around group experiences that keep you contracted, small and fearful. This is a huge work for me as I have Built so much emotional security and attachment for my past yoga community and every single person who used to attend my yoga classes regularly. My intuition, however, has been guiding me to let go since 2018. And Intuition when you know it connects um to the gut feeling and to the heartfelt sensation and all the way to the center of wisdom in the brain, in uh the mind, in the mental body, it's about timing. And my intuition on timing has been guiding me to let go of that old fear, old um, attachment right around my studio yoga community since 2018, even before the pandemic. Because deep down, I knew back then that Doing the same thing for 13 years for me is pretty deep. Like, I have learned what I needed to learn um, quite completely within that particular life circumstance. I have gone through a complete cycle of accumulating knowledge and people, attendees, to the height of success within that particular paradigm, which was the classic model of um, succeeding in the yoga industry that was studio teaching. And I felt its ending, Right, since two thousand eighteen, I was already contemplating my next move, but in a very hazy, no final date kind of way, I was actually um uh contemplating you know how perhaps I could move on and and live in oh an outskirt of town in a more nature-filled space and create a, you know, a little nature sanctuary, a little uh, retreat and inviting small groups of people to come in and practice with me. But as the, you know, as the pandemic would have it and uh, Aquarius energy would uh, guide me. Um, I am moving in quite a different uh, direction. Yet still, I was pretty content in the comfort of familiarity, right? the safety of the studio t- teaching, and the comfort. Of the, you know, big and vital community, and this is why I, um, still processing and and uh, releasing, and it's still affecting me quite. Um, Strongly, but early on during the first year of the pandemic, I already knew and I already decided to build this podcast and the Patreon community of Intuitive Body, right? Which is more online, which is more um, in alignment with Aquarius, which is about mass communication, online communication, right, about community uh, connection in a very um, massive way and that has to do with broadcasting like I am doing on this podcast. Some people are doing it through social media, right, Um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook or other online means, and this is what I am exploring right now. So it is still awkward, it is still difficult, it is still very much unknown to me how I can um, begin to um, do this and begin to cultivate uh, skill on how to bring my work to the community that is awaiting me online. Right? I don't yet feel comfortable offering my work solely through um, internet right? as opposed to um, through a brick and mortar storefront kind of space and I am certainly not alone in uh, learning something radically new in order to change with change. So I want to take this opportunity to uh, thank everyone in my Patreon community who helped me steady myself and uh, move forward through such tender and at time painful emotional experience that is waxing and waning within me and I can get um, very emotional, I can cry right now um, as I lean in to the feeling of such a tremendous gift that I am receiving from friends and long time participants of my embodiment classes circles and gatherings and because of you i am able to say goodbye difficult goodbye to the past and say hello to to the new to the new way of connecting you make it possible for me to align my work with my inner work, my external offerings, with my inner gifts to the divine. You help me journey from the known into the unknown, which is a huge gift, and I am deeply grateful for you, all of you on my Patreon community, and all of you who since the beginning have been um, offering help through uh, donating to this podcast on anchor.fm slash intuitive body, the platform that I am using. And, you know, you really helped me transition into the Aquarian um, period with the collective. And I truly hope that I contribute to your vital movement and evolution physically and soulfully as well. If you want to practice the full moon in Aquarius ritual then pick a day within the next week to do your ritual. Ritual is a container For you to carry your vision into manifestation, a full moon ritual helps you release the past so that when a new moon arrives, you can begin a new cycle with a new intention which is built through the intentional cycle of the last new moon and full moon. Be fluid and feel into the days. If you have a moon calendar, you can consult with it. If you need more water element to help you wash away the aquarius gunk of chronic or excess group attachment, (laughs) like what I have, Right, and fixed ideals, then practice your ritual during the moon in Pisces um on next Monday, and next monday um is august twenty third twenty twenty one if you need something more penetrating. Practice during the moon in Cardinal Fire of Aries on Tuesday or Wednesday, twenty fourth or twenty fifth of August, and if you need more grounding, save and a deep sense of abundance to help you let go. Then, practice the ritual on Friday or Saturday, August 27th or twenty-eight. I invite you to work with the element, a bowl of water, a candle or a stone. Have the element of your choosing with you as the subject of your meditation. Bask in the glow of the full moon or the disseminating moon if you are able next week right? as you practice your ritual. Reflect on your past-grouped attachment and idealism in your current experience of the Aquarius energy that is the community physical and online is there access somewhere that you can harness the light of consciousness to help you see clearly in seeing clearly the unraveling or Releasing automatically takes place. If you need to affirm your seeing, your releasing, then write in a piece of paper Aquarius is the water bearer, which is the fixed air element, it is not water element the gallbladder meridian is at peak function during the Aquarius season. So this weekend, while the moon is moving through Aquarius, as well as during the midwinter season of year, and between 11 p.m. to 1 p.m. um, during the day, It's a great time to harness the beta frequencies of the fixed air element of Aquarius. Working with the movement of the moon means that we are focusing the physical and emotional bodies because the moon connects us to our physical needs an emotional flow, which includes somatic memories or the past and childhood wounds and traumas. All memories are emotional because we are human being and not a computerized machine. We keep our feelings safe in the body. You can try to memorize events and things that you read or learn, but unless there is an emotional tide to the thoughts, to the visions, uh, you cannot remember them long term. I am explaining this because as we check in with the moon each week we connect to our intuitive body to the gut feeling or the instinct that keeps us safe keeps tender feelings safe and guide us on the path that we are on now if you have a lot of unprocessed Childhood and long-term emotional wounds, your intuitive body or your gut feeling and instinct are obscured by them. The light of consciousness that connects to the sunlight reflected through the moon at nighttime can help you access um, The hidden past feelings, past um, thoughts or memories and bringing them into the current light of consciousness through dreams, through meditative visions or simply uh, mindfulness, seeing thoughts and feeling emotions as the Thoughts move through the mind and the feelings move through the body. During a full moon, those of us who have a sensitive body and mind, who are hyper-empathetic, may find ourselves unable to sleep deeply. This is an invitation to be with and process feelings and memories Or past thoughts, you may do so through the beta frequencies of writing your feelings and thoughts down and discuss them with a therapist or better yet, a deeply, deeply trusted friend or family member who can support you beyond just talking. They can co-create a safe, loving, physical condition for your actual everyday living. You can also process your feelings and memories through the theta frequencies of meditation and dreaming. During the full moon, you may want to meditate in a yang way, through simple, repetitive, aerobic exercises like jogging and practicing several rounds of sun salutation. Muscle conditioning during the day helps your body relax and sleep and dream deeply during the night. If your dreams are filled with nightmarish visions, anxious, visions, thoughts, and images that are disturbing, then you know that your feelings and memories need a lot of space for you to process during the day. Again, through mindfulness, through loving, listening, through yin-type meditation and psychological and spiritual or holistic uh, therapies. You need more help from others to create space, time, and resources for you to be able to sit and be in loving conversation with your child self your past hurts, painful memories, and broken trust. The full moon in Aquarius is an invitation to process the memories and feelings associated with the fear and attachment around groupthink, racism, genderism, classism, and othering. This is the time to reflect on our unconscious bias and see more clearly how our communication and action have been causing harm by keeping us in fear of others and begin to make space for more freedom for ourselves and others through skillful and helpful social connection communication that leads to healthy communal belonging and reciprocity for example the biggest debate right now is to wear or not to wear mask to get Or not to get vaccinated. We are so divided on these issues. This is the reflection of unskillful Aquarius energy, the long term, unskillful expression of individualism. We can't even agree on facts. At this point, I want to make a case that if we allow right, the healthy Aquarius to be the guiding light through this pandemic time, through this current time, we can live a freer and more harmonious social life. Aquarius poses this question to us. Is what we are doing support the harmony within our immediate circle that is our family, our neighborhood, our group of friends and group of colleagues. Right? Just focus on these small groups. Now, you may be the only person on this group to wear or not wear mask to get vaccinated or not vaccinated at the soul level it's not important, and I am not making a case for one or the other. Physically, it is super important, and for me, right, it is um, important. To, at this time, thinking of others' health and safety and my own and choosing to wear mask, choosing to get vaccinated. But you have your own intuition to follow. But my question, the Aquarius question, is... Does your communication about wearing masks, not wearing masks, about vaccination, not getting vaccinated, whether it's direct, right, one on one communication or uh, communication about these important issues through? Uh, your social media, bring a sense of unity to you and offer a sense of freedom to others. I'm talking about your communication, not whether or not you wear a mask, not whether or not you get vaccinated. I'm talking about your communication. Are you able to communicate about what you do or what you don't do, what you think is important in ways that allow you to have a lift-in experience of unity and freedom within yourself and with with your people. If what you say and how you communicate bring alienation to you and others, Then, this full moon in Aquarius asks you to see into the root cause of why you are unable to communicate in a way that allows you to feel closer to your people and how you can release your ideals, your belief system that keeps you in the social engagement that causes alienation. If what you communicate creates contraction and limitation within you and um, in others, then the light of the full moon is here to help you make space for education, more skillful use of words that support Harmonious discourses which honor sovereignty in yourself and in others. Aquarius is the biggest work in all of our lifetimes because this is the 11th sign in the zodiac wheel. And the last sign in the wheel is the 12th, which is Pisces. And Pisces is about complete faith. Is about complete letting go. Is about complete oneness and unconditional love. But you can't get to that complete faith without complete emotional acceptance of your life circumstance. And it takes a village to co-create that sense of Physical and emotional acceptance to feel safe, right? Enough for you to communicate in a way that creates safety for yourself and others. There is no such thing as an individual enlightenment, and that is the Aquarius lesson. If someone think they are enlightened, and nobody else can see that enlightened point of view, and they are the only truth speaker within their group of people right? that they identify with, whether it's again online or in physical life, then They have skipped the work of Aquarius and have gone straight to Pisces, which means they um, end up uh, becoming a fascist as opposed to a spiritual, holistic, enlightened being. Aquarius recognizes truth as diversity, um, enlightened being, which has to do with you feeling at one with the web of life and the web of spirit and the web of physical diversity. Aquarius recognizes truth as diversity, as a rainbow, and no one person holds the truth for the collective. The variety of living truths within the collective is the truth. And how we can support each unique individual to have their truth is the great work of us Aquarians. So along with the full moon in Aquarius ritual, you may want to support the gallbladder meridian, which is at peak function, right in the middle of the night, when you, um, when you can really take a time to dream deeply, and on the days that the moon moves through Aquarius, and through the months that the sun moves through Aquarius. So this weekend, during the full moon in Aquarius, right beside reflecting and meditating on releasing right the group attachment and fanatic idealism of how the group and the community should act right and should be right releasing that that in itself helps your gallbladder meridian, but you can also practice this um, meditation to really tune your mind to the feelings and to the somatic memories by tracing along the gallbladder meridian. So if you aren't already sitting in a comfortable upright neutral spine position you might want to do so and begin to feel into the side of your skull the gallbladder meridian begins at the outer corner of your eye left and right, All right so next to the outer corner of your eye begin to trace the sensation here to the side of your skull around the top and behind the ear and then from there down along the side of the neck cross over the shoulder to the side of the chest under the armpit continue to feel the sensation down along the side of your torso into the outer hip, into the hip bones, and down along the lateral edge of your thigh, down to the lower leg, to the outer ankle and continue to feel the sensation down along the outer edge of your foot, left and right. And ending at the outside of the fourth toe, which sits next to the pinky toe, right? So it's the outer tip of the fourth toe and that's the gallbladder acupuncture point number 44. you for listening to the end. That is all I have for you this week. I hope you enjoy the journey so far and that what I just offered helps you to live in alignment with the physical and spiritual or holistic nature within and all around you. If you would like to contribute to my work, please join my Patreon community or donate through the anchor.fm slash intuitive body and both links are on the show notes. Have a powerful and nourishing full moon in Aquarius and a smooth transition from the Leo Sun into the Virgo sun on this Sunday until next Monday. Goodbye, lag on and all my love.